Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's Brendan Escott in today for Bob Stoffer, who's back tomorrow in conversation with Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff and uh, plenty of your uh, texts and calls, I'm sure, as well. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years now. There's a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, up to five in Calgary now as well. Head online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. From the big club, we head south of the border to get a check-in on the Bakersfield Condor with our headliner today, head coach of the team, Colin Chalk. Our headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Hi, Colin. You're on with Brendan. How's it going? Doing very well, Brandon. Thanks for having me on. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you. Um, Hey, a couple of big weekend wins for your club, uh, knocking off San Diego first and then Ontario second, getting a shutout in one of those games as well. Just recap weekend action for me, if you would. Yeah, it was was great. You know, we went in, uh, hit a little traffic there going into San Diego, so a little bit late arrival uh, on the night before, but it didn't phase the it didn't phase the fellas. Uh, you know, we outshot them 13 to 3 in the first period in front of 11, 12,000 people and great old building, the energy and stuff. It was uh, it definitely is a memorable moment for uh, for our guys and I, I think the only negative was is that it was a 0-0 tie. So, uh, we just we had to try to stick stick uh, stick with it and you know, in the third there, we finally broke the uh, broke the donut. Two nothing against San Diego, then three one over uh, the Ontario Reign. Each goaltender getting a start in one of those games, and the goaltenders have been pretty good for your team uh, out of the gate here. Between Calvin Pickard, who got the shutout, and Olivier Rodrigue, who uh, turned aside all but one on Saturday night. What can you say about your backstops? Oh, they've been fantastic. Uh, you know, you know, pick is is being picked at veteran presence, and you know, making some timely saves. And you know, we were in Vegas the week before, and they you know, stopped 22 shots in the second period, and you know, kept us uh, kept us at the at the lead at the 4-1 uh, mark that we had. Uh, as you know, and, you know, you see the Oilers how potent their power play can be. It can definitely get you back in games or or uh, or, or give you a, a, an extension on your lead. So, and and Rodriguez, I tell you, every game he's played, he could have won. You know, uh, he's given us a chance to win every game, and and he was he was fantastic. Made some timely saves as well uh, on the penalty kill, and um, you know, was fantastic. So we're uh, we're very thankful for uh, for the chance that they're giving us on a nightly basis to win. I think we saw just how effective Calvin Pickard can be when he was up here in the preseason. And I wonder, Colin, what you can say about how he's helping um, Rodrigue develop now in that goaltending tandem down there. What are you seeing in terms of their interactions day-to-day at practice, whatever it may be, that you've got the veteran sort of saying, hey, I've been a pro for a long time. This is how I can help you. 
Yeah, you know, it's 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 really cool to watch. It's just it's kind of a, a big brother, little brother uh, uh, theme going on right now. And, uh, you know, people that know Ollie's very, 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 very quiet. Uh, you know, I'm not sure he's, he's said or, or ever gotten angry. <laughs> I've never seen it, you know. And, and, and Pick has been, you know, in different organizations, being there, done that. So he's just, uh, just a calm, uh, inviting presence that... Uh, uh, definitely kind of help bring Ollie uh, out of, I, I say I don't want to say out of his shell but just Ollie's a laid back really quiet really you know nice and gentleman type young man and and just just pick has that calming veteran presence that uh, um, you know both of them just kind of feed off each other it's it's really nice to watch chatting with the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors Colin Chalk today Colin Michael Kesselring just keeps scoring I don't know what else to say about it 11 games played he had another bomb from the point up to six goals now and it's not necessarily his calling card but I mean he's hot and I guess flaunt it while you've got it right just keep giving him the opportunities yeah you know I, I tell you uh Mike is is uh is getting some offense and it's with traffic in front of the net he shoots the puck extremely hard uh, he's shooting the puck this year. He's not clutching and faking and trying to look for a better opportunity. It's on his stick. It's off his stick. It's a no-dust mentality. Uh, we have people traveling to the net. And we have people in the goaltender's eyes, and he's getting a little bit of luck. The important part is is that he's he's defending. He's breaking pucks out. He's transitioning the puck uh, up, up the ice quickly to the forwards, and, and, and we believe because he's doing all those little things away from the puck, uh, he's getting some uh, some fortuitous bounces, but by also doing some good things with the puck. Do you have him playing with Jason Demers five on five? Who's he paired with? Yeah, with, with Jason Demers. Yeah, and JD talk about big brother, little brother. Yeah. Like it's like what an, what an influence. What a what a, a mentor. What a, what a person uh, JD has been down here. I don't know where I don't know where we'd be without him. And he is he has been such such a great positive impactful influence on cast it's it's uh, it's amazing uh we've got clem costin up with the big club now but nine games with your team colin four points 15 penalty minutes what can you talk about uh, when when i bring up clem costin in terms of what he showed you there in that brief stint i think uh clem you know when he first came to us he was he was a uh, uh, an impactful body and and presence by being first on the forecheck, uh, protecting the puck, holding on to pucks, you know, making plays. Uh, you know, at, at times he maybe tried to make something out of nothing, and maybe his decision making was a little bit uh, uh, tough at times, right? But you know, Clem and I had some really great conversations. Uh, same with Josh Green by just saying, "Hey, it's okay if there's no play there. You don't have to force it." He's kind of wanted to come in and show all the things he could do, um, you know. But when he was simple and when he was hard, uh, good offensive opportunities came of that. So he's 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 got great puck protection skills. He's a heavy body. He can he can make plays. He's got a fantastic shot. He's got some soft hands. You know, he he's someone that has. has has a lot to bring I think he just needs to be reminded sometime that you know just be making the simple play there uh, is the first one and you know now and then if you're feeling confident you're fresh in your shift you have lots of speed you want to challenge someone and take them on you can do that but he, he was great he was he was he was really really excellent he was a great addition for us and we're also happy to see him up in Edmonton yeah you, you see the uh, the first round pedigree and then you see the big body like that and he was right in front of the net on one of Tyson Berry's goals against Florida so even just 
being in the right spot when you got somebody that big you can see the the difference i suppose that that they can uh, that they can make on the back end colin i'm wondering uh, what the update is on philip broberg i see uh, he is back in the lineup now uh, so all good moving forward yeah, all good moving forward. Back in the lineup this weekend and, uh, you know, playing 20-plus minutes a night, you know, power play, penalty kill, uh, you know, back-to-back -back nights trying to, trying to you know, get him to, to feel the, the battle and the war and all that kind of stuff and, you know, give him all those, those, those pieces uh, to get him ready to get to Edmonton when needed. And, you know, for him to do that, he has to make sure that all those areas, his box outs, his gap, his physical play, all that kind of stuff is uh, is there. So, um, you know, we're, we're, he's a big part of our team here in Bakersfield, and, and we know that uh, we need to get him uh, up in Edmonton at some point when, uh, when the big club feels he's ready. Couple more questions here for Condor's head coach Colin Chalk, uh, Justin Bailey. I know we signed uh, this player a little while back, but it doesn't look like he's factored into any games yet. What can you tell me there? Yeah, he, he's close to being ready to go. Where or, or he sees he's what I can say right now is that he's full contact, full contact practice. I mean, he's buzzing around the ice. It's like when you haven't done something for a while, and uh, you see the energy and how excited. Uh, you are to to be back in, so to speak, right? So he he, you know, being on being on the outside and being being kind of waiting and you know the medical and the conditioning skates, all that kind of stuff. Now he's uh, he's got clearance and he's taking contact and and um, not, not sure he's going to be in tomorrow, but we're hopeful that he can get into. Uh, uh, some games this week. Yeah, 82 NHL games for him, and then I think about the NHL experience of Matthias Janmark you guys had there for a while, and and I, I'm sure it's all kind of the big brother, little brother thing in the end, but having those veterans with that NHL experience, how valuable is that for your locker room as you're trying to get guys like Philip Broberg, you know, ready to get back to the NHL type of a thing, just helping them in their development? You know, I, I think it. I think sometimes it can go either way, right? Like you're you're going from the NHL to the AHL, and you not be happy, right? And uh, you think about whatever you do, whatever your job you're is, and someone already someone calls you in and says, "Hey, we're going to give you a demotion," is what you do and, and what you make. You know, initially you're probably not happy about it, right? So, but what what happens here in Bakersfield is we have guys like you know Brad Malone and, and Seth Griffith and Lucas Pizzito. Uh, you know, Phil Kemp. We have we have great we have great guys. Calvin Pickard was a great ad this year. We have really great people here. Uh, not to mention that California is not too bad either, right? So that, that always puts a smile on somebody's face. But guys like Yamark, they came in and they're quiet in the beginning. But um, you know, we, we coach them. We have a great uh, community and and, uh, and culture here of hard work and blue collar. And they almost like, I don't want to say they don't have any choice, but they just kind of, they put the work boots on and they were a part of it and they were impactful and they're, they're, they are great for a team. JD has been, been no different. You know, he's, he's taken like a leadership role. So it's infectious in, in a good way. Uh, and I tell you, as, as a coach, I, I can't be more thankful of, of how hard they work and how and then what kind of people they are to to uh, to just extend the message and then also go into the younger players and, and the uh, and the draft picks and those types of players that come in new to us. 
Condors are 7-3-1 and one on the season. Colin Chalk is their head coach. And, and Colin, you're, uh, I guess, one game into a six-game homestand here. How do you approach you know, keeping things fresh when you guys are at home for that long? I know you're going to have a couple of great games against the Wranglers when they storm in this weekend. you got Colorado tomorrow. But just in terms of keeping everybody focused or, or that sort of thing, is it a challenge for the coaching staff when you've got a lengthy spell on home ice? Well, you know, I, I think because we were on the road there so long to start, I think guys were are excited to to be back home. Uh, they're excited to play in front of the home fans. With you know, obviously, with everything that people have been through the last few years, we had some fans come back late in the year, which we're so thankful to have. And it's it's a it's a pretty cool atmosphere here in Condorstown. So. Um, you know, as far as meetings and video and, and that kind of stuff, you always have to try to keep things fresh. You always have to continue your message in a consistent way, but try to do it in, in with little tweaks and little wrinkles to make sure that uh, that there's some life out there. And I will tell you, after you know, after a, a day off, right, playing a playing a, a big game against Ontario, the guys are always a little bit sleepy. And you know, we had a, we had a real upbeat small area game today, blue paint that we call it about you know getting getting dirty and. Getting and getting hard in front of the net and uh, boys are hooting and hollering and it kind of brings that life up and out but also with with making sure that it's part of our structure and part of our culture and how we play so it uh, um, you know it, it definitely uh, was a good good way to see that a little bit of rubbing a little bit of competition getting ready for uh, tomorrow night yeah well i wish you the best of luck against colorado tomorrow colin thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon Thanks, Brandon, for having me on. Have a great day. Absolutely. You too. That's Colin Chalk, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 147 here in Edmonton. And you'll actually hear right from Michael Kesselring tonight on Inside Sports. Reed will talk about what has been a phenomenal, torrid start to his campaign, the big hulking defenseman. Apparently, he's got a bomb. I wonder if they've got a spot for him on the Oilers roster at any point in the future. We'll step out here one last time on Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Okay, I'm going to try and separate the week from the obsolete text messages here the rest of the way. 780-496-0063. The Don says he has uh, jeers for Darnell Nurse. Continuous to get himself out of position. He's the best screen on the ice in front of his own goaltender, says the Don, who is a very old school texter. Jimbo has accused me of not reading any negative comments about Darnell Nurse. I hope that appeased you, Jimbo, even though I disagree with that. Someone has told me Evan Bouchard's not even close to 200 games. Is it 117? Well, maybe we'll learn a lot more in the next 83 games about this player. But I suggest that we're getting a pretty good idea of who he is, and maybe even more so, we isn't. Kardski says, uh, first of all, we play the best music when I host, so thank you, Kardski, but mostly thank you to Derek Scott on the ones and twos. He also says, let's trade Nurse for Ryan Reeves. Need more toughness for cheap. Okay, uh, I don't think New York has the cap space for that, nor do I think you want that kind of hole on Edmonton's defense, because while you may not love the money, 
and you may not love what he does all the time. Darnell Nurse is an Edmonton Oiler. He does play 25 minutes a game, and that doesn't just grow on trees. They have developed this player. I think you kind of have to keep those guys in your organization, don't you? Uh, this texture, oh, yes. I think I already read that one. Yes, I did. That was Maddie from Regina, uh, which somebody actually disagreed with somewhere in here. But appreciate you texting in from Saskatchewan. Mark and St. Albert uh, says he's starting to get perturbed with the comments about Jack Campbell. That's who his personality is, says Mark and St. Albert. People need to get over it and quit telling him to change his personality. He is always called the nicest guy. He is not the brash goalie full of ego and self-confidence that Mike Smith was. Give the guy a chance, says Mark in St. Albert. I think once we see Jack Campbell get on a roll and we see that confidence elevate, it's going to be a, a non-issue, right? But right now, we're looking at a guy who very obviously is down on himself. It's not inspiring confidence in the fans. I don't know what that does for the confidence of the team. What I do know, again, as I said earlier in the show, is that the conversation about which one of these goaltenders is going to start each game is a lot more interesting right now, 16 games into the season, than you or I had anticipated it to be. But I don't think you just throw the baby out with the bathwater. And by the way, if you think $5 million is too much for a starting goaltender, go on Cap Friendly and look around the rest of the NHL at what a starting goaltender makes. That is what you pay for a starting goaltender. The problem in years past for Edmonton was they were paying $4.5 million for a backup goaltender in Miko Koskinen, and they had to save money on their starter in Mike Smith. Not the case right now. Not the case. So Mark's perturbed. Great word, Mark, by the way. Anytime you can throw perturbed in there, you definitely mix it in. This texture says, I hope somebody makes Michael Anderson pay for that injury, but don't injure him. Just make him pay. Jazz says that. Uh, of course, with reference to what happened to Leon Dreisaitl in that playoff series last, was it even the spring? Basically the summer. My goodness. Patrick says he thinks uh, uh, Campbell's going to be fine. And he also, well, he sent a massive text message here. I won't get through all of it. I think a big problem uh, with the team is that they're too passive, especially on the penalty kill, Patrick says of the Oilers. They allow people way too much room to set up and shoot, and the goalies get pelted. Don't have anybody that can throw the body around and take people off the puck. I don't like how Nurch reaches his stick around people instead of trying to take out the body. I don't think that's limited to just nurse. I think that that's the style of hockey that we see played nowadays. Like it takes something for you to really go in there and try and shoulder a guy instead of just stripping the puck. So yeah, you'd love to see guys like six foot four Pugliarvi or six foot four Darnell Nurse go in there. But I think positioning is what is prioritized now more so than throwing the body and that sort of thing. I'm not a coach, but that's my understanding of it all. And that is all the time we have today. <laughs> on Oilers now uh, let's get to this day in Oilers history it's brought to you by New West Travel this January we're getting close join Oilers now on a three-night road trip to Las Vegas you'll see the Oilers play the Golden Knights call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com let's go back to 2010 the Oilers losing 8-2 to the Rangers at Madison Square Garden with the teams combining for 154 minutes in penalties they were not prioritizing stick checking in 2010 five rangers had double digit penalty minutes while alex frolov remember him and marion gabarik each put up four points 
against Nikolai Habibulin. <laughs> Nikolai Habibulin. Wonder if he was a man that liked a good steak. If he was, I'd send him a Roos Chris Steakhouse where uh, some guests of the show receive gift certificates. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night out on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. All right. Thank you once again, everybody that was texting and calling earlier. It's nice to open up the phone lines and hear from you. Edmonton is 9-7-0. It is Los Angeles coming to town on Wednesday. Bob is back tomorrow. You'll hear from Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta, live standard bread racing back every Friday and Saturday at Century Mile. We'll see you at the races. Again, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. You will hear from Michael Kesselring, defenseman of the Bakersfield Condors. You'll also hear from uh, former Edmonton Eskimo Jed Roberts. Evan Cook has a global news weather traffic update. From 2 to 3, it's Angela Cocott. And then 6.30, Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Brendan Escott here saying thank you again and so long from the 6.30 Chet Studios.